Good morning, everybody. I'm Troy, and I'm an addict. Welcome to Tuesday Morning Motivational with me. Um, I uh, taken the you know the day to do meditation, and yesterday morning was was great. I enjoyed it. I love the peacefulness. You know, when it's over that moment, that three three to seven minutes of absolute peace that we all experience. But felt feels like something's missing. Feels like I need to hear some yelling. Um, so I got excited on my way home. I thought about a, a topic that I have never done before. I had something, you know, somebody said something to me that's irrelevant on how we got there. But um, today we're going to talk about my drip. Who knows what I'm talking about when I say my drip? Who knows what I'm talking about when I say my drip? What do I mean? My look. My look. Right? So... So I got that term from my kids. My kids schooled me as to what that meant. Um, you know, it's not, it's not the fashion. It's not the clothes. It's not the hairstyle. It's not whether or not I paint my nails. It's not whether or not I have facial piercings. It's all of it. Who the fuck am I? Who am I presenting? So my drip, I'm pretty happy. So I decided that there's a great philosophy there. When we get up in the morning, there's a couple things that we do to start our day. We make our beds. You know, we break we break for that morning cigarette. We get a cup of coffee. There's a lot of things we do to begin our day, to start our day. Um, so starting tomorrow, I'm going to get dressed from the inside out. No longer am I going to concern myself with the clothes that I'm putting on my body. No longer am I going to concern myself with if I've combed my hair. Because all that shit's going to fall into play behind the preparations that I make when I look in the mirror and I decide, who am I going to be today? Who am I going to be? What character am I going to present today? What is my threat today? When I walk in a room, very seldom does anybody go, God damn it, he's here. Never. Because I enjoy being happy. I enjoy having a good time. I enjoy enjoying my life. I didn't get the clean time I got sitting in the corner of a room being grumpy and pissed off because you weren't memorizing the steps. I didn't get my clean time that way. I don't sit in the back of a meeting and grumble when somebody says clean instead of sober. I'm not the dickhead who's going to call you out because you said sober in an NA meeting. That's not me. I'm the guy that's going to smile and applaud you because you have made an effort in your grip. So it worked out perfect that I wanted to talk about this because the reading I did this morning from Celebrate Recovery, they were talking about moving furniture in a driveway and the, the acorn getting in the way. Who listened to that reading? Who paid attention to it? All right. Behind that, who's worked in a warehouse or a retail facility? Who's handled stock? Who's pushed a pallet jack on a beautifully polished floor? That pallet jack has a capacity to lift, what is it, 5,500 pounds? 5,500 pounds efficiently? It, it, that just the little hydraulic pump it lifts 5,500 pounds. 5,500 pounds traveling at about three and a half miles an hour, which is about how fast we push a pallet jack through the store, can be stopped by a splinter, can it? One splinter falls off the bottom of that pallet. One tiny crack of wood. This big will stop that pallet jack in its tracks. And if you're dragging it, <laughs> we've all done that. 
when you pull, 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 and it cuts loose and it hits you in the fucking ankle. <laughs> so if I'm going to drag around some of the weight that I carry around from my history, if I'm going to drag around some of my dreams that I carry from my future, they're big, they're real. If I'm going to drag that stuff around, I need to remember that it's not going to take anything to stop my forward momentum if I'm not careful where I'm walking. If I'm walking through the back shipping area, and anybody who's pulled the pallet deck knows what I'm talking about, back in the shipping area, I know, jack that thing as high as it'll go and run hard because you're going to run over splinters and tiny rocks and little pieces of stone from the bags of gravel that they're putting on the shelf by the fish tank. All of that stuff is going to happen to you back in shipping. Now, out on the floor, somebody should have swept. Somebody should have pushed a dust mop so I can move a little easier. I don't have to run with that pallet jack jacked all the way up. I can keep it about an inch off the ground and I can get around pretty easy. Unless a customer has decided to open a box of Cheerios and one Cheerio is on the ground, it will stop me dead because I'm not prepared for it. So when I wake up in the morning tomorrow, as I do every day, every day I have some things I tell myself and I, I've talked about, who knows what I mean when I say apparel therapy. You guys have been here a minute, you know what I'm talking about. You still got it on. Um, so apparel therapy is a, is a cognitive behavioral therapist's trick to reassign triggers. Okay? So you can, you can narrow it down to make it very specific. You can pick a trigger. Here, I'm going to give you an example. Rudders. Standing in line at rudders. What's to my left on this little rack here? Fireballs! Fucking fireballs, whole 10 packs of them, like 30, and I, I mean, they're within reach. I don't even have to step out of line to get them. So my apparel therapy for that is when I see the word fireball, the first thing I think of is the world on fire, but a complete inferno. And that is where I am going to go if I grab that 10 pack. I'm going to take that 10 pack. Alcohol is not my drug of choice. But it will help me find a heroin dealer. So when I reach over there and I grab that pack of fireball, I can assume the next thing that happens is my entire world is going to burst into flames. That is what's going to happen. My other one is bush beer. I love seeing the big stacks of bush. Why? Because if I, if I grab that pack of bush off that stack, that's the last pussy I'm going to get. Ain't no more bush coming my way. Because I'm going to drink the fuck out of my life. And I am losing my capacity to get bush. But you see what I'm saying? You see what I did? I took some little triggery remarks on the things that were problems for me. And I gave myself a memory or a thought that parallels unhappiness rather than joy. So one of the tricks I do, and, and winter is great because we a lot of us wear hoodies. And a lot of hoodies have a string. It's one of my favorite, favorite things. So apparel therapy works like this. If you have a piece of jewelry that you wear all the time, wedding ring, you guys probably have seen me do it. You've seen me spinning my ring. A piece of jewelry that you have on all the time, sometimes a religious medallion, sometimes it's an earring. You know, these guys have got gauges. You know, they're great. Pick that one piece of jewelry, and every single time you touch it, let's see, I'm going to use you. Wrap that string from your hoodie around your finger. Wrap it around your hoodie. Wrap it around your finger. Give it a little pull. Now repeat after me three times. My recovery is the most important thing in my life. My recovery is the most important thing in my life. 
my recovery is the most important thing in my life. Now let it go. Shake it out. Now wrap the finger, wrap the finger around your finger. Do you hear it? Do you hear it? That's some weird shit, right? That's some weird shit. So what he did by repeating it three times is he impregnated the memory so it's there forever. So you want to remember somebody's phone number, repeat it three times. You want to remember somebody's name, look them dead in the eyes, say it to yourself three times. You will remember. Um, I'm not the best at that. I'm sometimes shitty with names. I apologize. That's because I'm old. Um, anyway, but if you take that one thing, for me, I'm going to use my hoodie string. But you guys, you know, Frank got that religious medal, and I know that you know he uses that one, wraps his finger around it. And, and it's the minute you convince yourself that every time you touch your hoodie string, you think the sentence, my recovery is the most important thing in my life. If you start working with that philosophy, it works on everything. The, the one I use more often than not is, and this is for my dope, for my dope fellas, I used to put my money in my left pocket because my rig was in my right pocket. And I would hold my money tight as I went to go get my drug choice. I would wrap my hand, but, but I'm just saying that's the way I handle it. So when I reach my hand into my left pocket, especially if there's money in it, as soon as I feel that money, I remember this. I will burn down my fucking life if I spend this the wrong way. If there's no money in it and I go all the way to the bottom and I feel the seam, there's a little seam at the bottom of your seam pocket. Pinch that seam. As soon as you pinch it, remember my recovery is the most important thing in my life. When you guys see me spin my ring, what runs through my head is, without recovery, I lose her tomorrow. And that's not putting her in front of my recovery at all, is it? Putting my recovery in front of her. Because I'm not saying without my wife, I lose my recovery. I say without my recovery, I lose her forever. And guys, if she celebrates her 40th birthday in two weeks, I'm 53. Do the fucking math. <laughs> So, I know what's good for me, and I know how to keep it. So, I'm giving you guys some clues. Don't let the splitter lay in front of your pallet jack as you're dragging the weight of rebuilding your life behind it. Because it's hard. It's hard. You're going to experience things you never knew. You're going to learn things about yourself you never, ever knew. You're going to start to discover habits that you have that you never noticed before. You're going to see things happen in your life. Like this morning was that amazing moment for him where all of a sudden it hit him every year. He's in rehab at the same time. Maybe it is actually. But that was an aha moment for him. I saw him brighten up. I've seen his attitude change as a result. And five minutes after we talked about it, something amazing happened. Don't leave before the miracle. Because there's a miracle waiting somewhere. I don't know where it is. I don't know what it is. But if you pay attention, you'll find it. So, as you're dragging that pallet jack full of toilet paper through your world, and you're trying to get to the shelf, remember that there's going to be little things in, in the way. And when you come across those little things in the way, have something in place to fight with it before it happens. If you walk into a bar, and there's a guy that is bumping into you over and over and over, what's the next thing that happens the first time he spills your beer? Y'all are throwing hands, right? Somebody's putting hands on something. That's what's going to happen. But if you walk in the bar going, as soon as I go in there, somebody's going to bump into me and spill my beer. I'm using that particular scenario because I think it's something most of us have experienced. You walk in 
If you walk into McDonald's and you order a chocolate shake, how many of us are prepared to hear the words, we're sorry, the shake machine's not working? But we're ready for it. Why? They conditioned us to be ready for it. When you're sitting in the drive-thru, hey, can I get a, a small ice cream cone? Sorry, ice cream machine's down. Is the ice cream machine down or you just don't want to give it to them? I, I mean, I don't really know what that's about and I don't really care, but my point is we're conditioned to not be surprised by that. So condition yourself to not be surprised when you're standing in line at Rudders and you look to your left and you see that tower of beer. Know that it's going to be there. Know that it's going to happen and know that it's going to affect you. And be ready. Have something in place to battle that. What do you got? I I can very, you know, that was my goal this morning. I, I, I did it, didn't do it on purpose, but I did do it coincidentally through the higher power. Never forget. Never forget how hard the struggle is. And never forget that my drug of choice is my drug of choice. And my traumas are my traumas. They're not yours. I can't assess your situation based on my trauma. I can't assess your recovery based on my drug of choice. What do you got? That, that's not a trigger. That's just straight up drug. <laughs> well, the reassignment of the rig trigger, Miss Lacey and I came up with this one. We want to do a whole group on it, but we haven't figured out how yet. I want you guys to think about the size of a Jack Daniels bottle for your drink. What fits in that box? Anybody else got any answers? There we go. Now we're on the right road. How about that? You know what fits in that Jack Daniels bottle, guys? Your wife, your kids, your house, your car, everything you've ever owned, everything in your fucking bank account. A rig that only holds 50 milliliters of liquid, but I can fit an entire life in it. And then I can throw it away. So, it's out there. There's, there's people out there that want you to fail. There's people sitting around you right now. Guys, you think I'm telling you the truth? There's people in this room right now who would die for you to succeed. Be one of those people. Reassign the way you think. Not to be like, oh, there's that guy, he's drinking. Don't think that way. Oh, there's that guy, he's using again. Don't think that way. Think this way. Man, I wish I could have helped him more the first time. Maybe I can help him more now. Because I only need to worry about what time. Do I need to worry about yesterday? Do I need to worry about tomorrow? Because if I put three buckets on the floor and I write today, tomorrow, and yesterday on them, and I put one foot in yesterday and one foot in tomorrow, only thing I can do in today is what? Take a shit. That's it. The only thing I can do is if I worry about yesterday and today, or yesterday and tomorrow, I cannot possibly succeed today. But if I put both feet in that bucket, I'm a little easy to knock over, but I'm only concentrating on that bucket. 
You need to succeed now. And remember this, it takes longer to say the word now than what it means. The word now represents an instantaneous moment, and I cannot even say the word fast enough to depict what it means, no matter how many times I say it. If I say now, by the time I've said it, it's already over. So all I need to do is stay sober now. Stay sober and clean now. Stay clean and drug-free now. I don't need to do it tomorrow. Tomorrow is going to give me a whole new set of challenges. And if I start thinking about those, I will forget about the challenges that I'm trying to recover from today. So, if you're going to be somebody who has a presentation in the world, and all of us are all of us do, because even the homeless guy right now who hasn't seen anybody in three guys three days has a drift. Doesn't you guys have a drift in here? And the beauty of it is, is when you come in here, you have a very particular drift. And it starts to fade away, and then you start to develop one that you want. We didn't steal toothbrushes and toothpicks now. We didn't steal deodorant. We didn't steal, well, okay, we did steal clean underwear. Um, but, but hygiene was secondary. And here, because it's one of the few things we have control over, it becomes primary. You know, how many of us take a shower every day? Who took a shower every day when they were out there? About, about 30%. That's about right. So good for y'all. Good for y'all. But I'm asking you today to think about it throughout the course of the day. And tomorrow morning when you wake up, the first thing I want you to think of is, Today, I'm going to dress my drift from the inside. I'm going to look in the mirror and I'm going to remind myself, I'm awesome. For you who don't know what that means, every time I put my glasses on my face, as soon as the nose pad hits my nose, I think the sentence, I am awesome. And it's a confidence builder because I'm, I'm, I'm very, very nearsighted. So I have great vision up close, but I can't see the clock from here. So my glasses come on and off a lot. Those of us who wear readers experience the same thing. Every time you move those glasses, come up with one sentence that inspires you. Tell yourself you're awesome. Tell yourself you've got you've got uh, your hands in the recovery basket so deep that you don't ever want to get out of it. So if you're dragging around a whole pallet full of weight, which is your recovery, remember it only takes a splinter to stop you in your tracks if you're not prepared for it. So utilize apparel therapy as a way to be ready for it. Know that. When I go to this block, I'm going to feel some kind of way and already have something in your head. You know, if you got to come up with an acronym for the street, do that. You know, we've got, we're great at acronyms in recovery. It's one of the things we do really well. And I'm taking too much time. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, so address your drip from the inside out. When you're dragging weight around, be prepared for the tiniest thing to stop you. And today, at some point, I want you to associate a trigger with the sentence, my recovery is the most important thing in my life, whatever it happens to be. Um, and that brings me to my favorite part of the day. Let's stimulate our vagus nerves, y'all. I want you to be grateful for everything you've got, everything you don't have, everything you gave away, and everything you're fixing to get. I want you to be kind to everybody you come in contact with, no matter how much you don't want to. And in fact, I will tell you, and there's people in here that will back this up. The more you don't want to be kind, the more important it is for you to be kind right now. 
because you're going to change the interaction that you're having. And then when you walk into a room that has absolutely no goodness in it at all, I want you to be the one to be love where there is none. And then I am for everything I got, for everything I gave away, and everything I'm finna get in my recovery, I will be grateful. For every interaction I have with another human being or living creature on this plane of existence, I will be kind. And when I walk into that room it smells like socks, dirty laundry, and diesel fuel, I will be love where there is none. Who's happy they're clean today? Who's happy they made it five minutes? Who's going to go for six? Who's ready to stay clean right now? How about right now? How about right now? That's three successes, y'all. That's three successes we just had as a group together. That's amazing. That's fucking amazing. What are you guys doing here? What are you guys doing to that old nasty addiction you left outside? And what are you guys going to do to your recovery and treatment today? I'm Troy and I'm an addict. Thanks for letting me share.